Golf is back. Jesus, that clap's going to be a tough start for the listeners, but it is back. It's back in a big way. 2021, already off to a great start. Umbrellas and all. I feel like the buildup to Kapalua has been has been pretty minimal. Like, this is kind of a big deal. We haven't had a golf tournament in three, four weeks now. Long time. I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, this is a cool golf course. It's always fun to watch. So, I have, I've played Kapalua once. Really? I heard yeah. it was super easy, actually. Like, it looks kind of easy. It looks fun. So, I probably played it 10 years ago, and – it's really cool. It's a good golf course. It's, I mean, it's built on the side of the mountain. The main thing I remember is that it is the most unwalkable course on planet Earth. It's like you're literally climbing a mountain the entire time. Yeah. But it is a cool place. It's it's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, all of Hawaii is. I encourage gotta get you everybody to go. So with, with the new season comes new predictions, and our opening segment is one bold prediction from each of us for the 2021 season. Mike, do you want to start us off? Do you have a bold I, prediction? I have a good one. Um, we're going to talk about two strugglers here, but I'm going to say this. I think at the end of the year, Jordan Spieth will finish higher in the OWGR than Ricky Fowler. That's my bold prediction for the year. Where are they both wow. right? So Jordan is – Currently, I think 86, if my memory serves me right. And then Ricky is 52 or 53. Okay. Man, Spieth yeah. is sliding. Ricky's sliding too. Yeah, and Ricky had, And Ricky had a tough day today on Twitter. <laughs> Mike, do you want to get into that real quick? Yeah, well. I haven't course, heard about this. Well, of course, uh, we had a really fucked up day in America. You know, a bunch of bunch of crazies try to storm the Capitol and right at the peak of it when you know those guys broke in broke through the window with their crowbar and their bricks and whatnot Ricky Ricky decides to go and post a an activation suite for farmers and everybody just goes Rick now's really not the time and he just got absolutely blown up it took him like five hours to take it down which is the more absurd part That's classic Ricky, though. He's he's kind of in his own world. I mean, he lives a perfect life. You know, he probably has no idea what's going on in the outside world. Apparently, he spends an entire month of the year cumulatively to do like sponsor outings. Yeah, Which I've heard he absurd. spends. I've heard he spends about twenty hours a week doing outings and shit. Like, yeah, that's he's like a making party. a a lot of money doing that. But yeah, I mean, that's a grind. Once you yeah, get out. out bubble you just can't get out well the the question is does he deserve all the sponsors and all that money and i mean we never talked about this when this article came out which i think was in the beginning of december but and i'm forgetting who wrote it on golf week but it was a really good piece on how ricky fowler is sort of like the study case of when you overexpose a golfer yeah yeah um, you're not yeah right. i mean that's that's totally fair so bold uh, prediction Beath surpassing ricky Wait, can we just talk about exposure for one second? Because I know this will come up and we just need to get it out of the way. There was an Anthony Kim sighting. There was? Oh, my God. He looks in rough shape. <laughs> he yeah, he looks, he looks... He looks like, like he's he, seen things. He, he's been he through the lo- ringer. He looks like he's been worse for the wear a night or two. Yeah. Yeah. But 
the AK sightings at this point, in my opinion, are getting a little out of control. Like people are still speculating because he was with his old coach in that sighting, right? People I are speculating was, he's going to make a comeback. I think There's it was no that. I think it was that caption and where it said like 2021 is going to be a big year, and everybody's like, "Oh, AK is coming back." I'm like, "Do you see this guy? He looks like yeah. he looks like a malnourished kid." He might have he might have blown through his ten million already. I mean, he's got like two years left on that on that ten year insurance deal, so he might he might need to get back on the range. <laughs> so he could come back in two years and yeah, still I mean, get all of his insurance money, pretty much. Correct. Wow! Wow! So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he does give it a run in a couple of years, but not this year. Maybe he's like grinding. He maybe he's in the grinder. I feel like it would be depressing if we see he's him. Prob- he probably is. It, it, it would be very depressing because he wouldn't live up to the hype. He wouldn't live up to the how good he was when he was younger. He so should, it would really kind of taint his legacy. He should just do one of those, like, matches with, like, Barkley and Phil. Just, like, get in on one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love yeah, that. Yeah, that would be legendary. Just tease us a little bit. Yeah. I, no, I think he sh- shouldn't golf. He should just be like the referee. He should be like the rules official for one of those matches, just so he teases us. Yeah. All right. I like him playing. So um, your bold prediction is an AK comeback. No, yeah. it is absolutely not an AK <laughs> I just felt like we have to acknowledge it because it was going to come up, and I didn't want to spend too much time on it because, you know. Yeah. Because he's not going to come back. Um. Okay. My bold prediction for this year is – Bryson will get to number one in the world by June. Okay. Jeez, that that's by, saying a lot about about some other guys up there. By June, he's gonna win the Masters and the Players. Wait, is yeah? I'm pretty sure DJ has a super commanding lead over like the guys at three through five. Like, I don't even uh, think it's – it might not really even be possible for him to catch think, in that quickly. Yeah, I think the I think the Masters really sort of separated his lead by – I heard I, that the difference – Considerable between, distance. I heard that the difference between DJ and Rory is as big or around the same as the difference between, like, Rory and Spieth in points. So the difference between massive. Rory and oh, DJ is, like, five and a half points, and – the difference between two and one is is about it's about two and a half to three. Okay. All right. So what about Bryson gets the number one in the world by twenty twenty two? How many wins do you think Bryson has this year? I think he wins a major, and I think he wins three other times, uh, four other times. I think he wins five wow, so times. Five win season. That's a big season. I think he wins tour. I think he wins the U.S. Open at Torrey this year. I think he wins at Augusta. He might have two majors. I, Two majors, a players, <laughs> and four other events. It could be a seven-win season. Is he, what happens first? Him getting to world number one or everybody just turning on him because the stick gets annoying? <laughs> I think the stick I, I, gets I don't think more. Because I'm better and better. Well, yeah. I, the better two days in, and just, I'm already worn out. No, it's you got to love it. Him using the umbrella on the range to block That was the amazing. That was <laughs> absolutely unbelievable i i texted chris and i said and i showed him the picture and i said this is the most excited i've ever been 
I was smiling from ear to ear looking at this picture. It's great stuff because it's funny. You see Bryson hanging out with Kyle Berkshire and GM golf like a week ago, like seemed like a relatively normal guy on those videos. Like he didn't seem weird at all. And then he's out there with a freaking umbrella, having someone hold it there for him as he practices to negate all the elements. It's the most depressing thing about that trio is Bryson might actually be the most normal of those three. (laughs) It's just frustrating with Bryson. It's like, you know, he does these things and you're like, see, Bryson's a cool guy. You know, he's hanging out with GM golf, like really letting us see the insides of his life and you know what his routine is. And then a week later, he's doing stupid shit like this. And you're like, all right. Yeah. I mean, he is a little weird. No, I love this. I mean, this is way better than him. But it's great. It's It's absolutely the best. Yeah, it it is great content. And, you know, I thought I thought towel guy was the peak. I thought I thought nothing could beat that. But this is giving a pretty good run for its money. Nothing beats them spraying water on the balls at Eastlake. (laughs) (laughs) The Duke guy. Do you think? Do you think do guy, spritzer guy, and umbrella guy all get paid the same rate, or do you think their wages are different? I think the spritz guy gets paid a little more, maybe. Seems like more work. Because <laughs> you're constantly. I having think they to... might all be the same guy. Well, I mean, I, you I have to spray each individual like ball. <laughs> Enough about Bryson. Okay, Sean, what's your prediction? <laughs> You know, I'm a big DJ guy. I think DJ wins two majors this year. And I think he gets to four. And that's a huge number. I feel like once you get once you get four majors, you're a real all-time great, considered potentially for like a top 15 player of all time, top 10 player of all time, which DJ, in my opinion, is. But two more majors would solidify that. So I think he gets two majors. I think he gets the Masters early on. And then from there, who knows? I mean, he could win Torrey Pines could win the open it's but he's going to win the masters he's going to win something else it's going to be a big year for him where is the british open being played this year i think it's royal st george's he's had success there or near yeah. success has he i mean he, he, he has success everywhere he, he remember he single course that he can't play remember he was like tied for the lead and then he queefed that ball out of bounds in the middle of the fairway <laughs> it's just a, the the dictionary definition of a shank those were in like his darkest mo- days. Yeah, he's oh past God. those though. He hasn't was, had any of those moments. It was the big right miss. I mean, he lost to Darren Clark. Sean's boy, Darren Clark. Yeah, don't shit on Darren Clark, friend of the pod. Um. Okay, DJ wins two majors. Maybe Bryson wins the other two. Could be a DJ Bryson sweep. I love that. Two of my favorite <laughs> players out there. Just the. Two most polar opposite people on planet so, Earth. And just really quickly, one more bold prediction. I think Tiger is a really down year this year. I, I don't think he's going to play a lot. You know, he's going to play the majors, so play Memorial. He's not going to play well, though. Maybe he has one decent event, decent finish at Augusta. But other than that, I think it's a really sharp decline for Tiger. I think he's really not as much golf oriented as he used to be. And I think that master's win took a lot out of him. But I think he's earned the right to not focus on golf. Definitely. And I think he should start focusing on his family and Charlie, his game, shut up, his foundation (laughs) stuff like that. I mean, you know, he's, he's aging now and 
you know, who knows what his game and what his back is going to be like. I wouldn't be surprised if Tiger doesn't make more than 10 starts this year. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah. Not gonna make I think he makes, I think he makes like eight. Four. He eight. might make starts. Do we want to set an over under right now? I think the over under is eight. Eight and, I think it's eight and a half. Eight and a half. And I'll take I, the under. I would take under eight starts. Because I don't think he makes the playoffs. So. But I think he'll still play well in those eight starts if he's healthy. But yeah, he just can't play as much as he wants to. Yeah. I'll be the optimist and take the over. All right. We're not going to throw anything on that. That's just random. Well, you're a fucking negative Nancy. <laughs> yeah, I don't I mean, like the yeah. I'm a huge negative Nancy. Yeah. Negative Nancy, enemy of the pod. Um, <laughs> Same goes for Debbie Downer. Oh, the one other thing I wanted to say about like the 2021 season, I really hope Brooks plays well because we need yeah, the Bryce. So the, the Brooks, Brooks. Right, rivalry has like its wants to take off, but it can't because like neither of them played well at the end of the season. They play well at different times. Like Bryson had a great season this season. Brooks was injured almost all year. Brooks played really well, like for two seasons in a row. Bryson was kind of in and out inconsistent. Now is the time. Brooks needs to make a comeback. This needs to be the ultimate rivalry in golf because it has well, so much potential. We it came has so close. We came so close at the PGA to seeing a legitimate showdown with Brooks and Bryson, and then Brooks just absolutely shat the bed. I know. I thought we were going to get something good there. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's that is like Brooks's first like true humbling. You know, he talks a big game and then he gets punched in the mouth. Primarily by himself. eventually. Yeah. Not by anybody else, but really by himself. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, do we want to get into talking a little bit about the season as a whole? Kind of what to expect. Yeah. Do you think we get do we think we get a full season this year? I really hope we do. I think we I get think a full we do. We yeah. definitely will get a full season. They figured out how to do it. They made it work in 2020. They, they actually did a great job with it, I, I thought. Um, but the, the real question to me is, do we get fans back? No, and, Sean. Sean, before, you, before I go on to that, I, I agree. I think they did a really good job, especially after those first few weeks and where it was starting to look really shaky. Yeah. After Heritage and after Travelers. and There, were there was a, a point voices. around Travelers where I thought the season was going to get canceled. There were a lot of voices saying that, you know, it might be time to shut it down. I think somebody called it a traveling circus and, you know, how saying, you know, if you, much you bring it to, I mean, it really is. I mean, that's essentially what the PGA Tour is. And then, you know, bringing bringing, you know, a bunch of guys around, you know, from stop to stop isn't really a bubble. They, they did a, they did a really good job. So credit where credit's due. But I think a lot of this season, especially this first half is really going to hinge on what happens with this new strain of COVID. I think what you do, here's my plan for if it gets really bad, you set up a bubble in Pinehurst and they just play the same courses like a different week. Oh, I would love that so much. They'll do one on like the cradle, the par three course, you know, get one on number two, all the other ones. Like just, just give us a Pinehurst bubble. Worst case. I think what about Bandon? Like that thing's completely removed from civilization. That's true. Actually. Bandon would be great. Cause the, the golf courses at Bandon are, are better than Pinehurst. Cause Pinehurst. No, is- no, 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 no. Ooh. Yeah. All, yeah. all like, Consistency, consistency wise, 
but all the other ones at Bandon are better. No, number and, four is supposed to be amazing. I've heard number three is pretty good. Number, number four eight. is aw- so number four is awesome, but I will say that I have not played it since the restoration. I played a pre-restoration and I thought it was supposed awesome. Be, it's supposed to be even better now. Um, I'm sure it's better. I think band is just more consistent, more well-rounded. The worst course at band is better than the worst course at Pinehurst. That's for sure. I mean, That's the true. worst course, I, what is, is it number three? It's like 5,800 yards. Oh, no, that three. course oh, yeah, is, I've played that course. That course is sick. Number three. I think is it actually? Number three is awesome. Is that the really short one? Yeah, but those greens are insane. That's sick. Yeah. So I saw something on, uh, I think it was golf, golf.com potentially. Um, they, they were proposing, someone tweeted out, having normal regular people play PGA tour courses the day after in re- in replacement of having fans. And I thought this was such a cool idea, like televising it, having everyone from a plus three to a 25 go out there and play. And it would really show how good the guys in the PGA tour are. It would be really cool to see some, you know, plus threes go out there and play for something, you know, play under the pressure of TV. So I will add two points to that. One is that they kind of already do that with media days after, after majors and where you, you know, journalists will enter their name into a lottery and then, you know, pick your name out of a hat. See if you get to play the course the day after, you know, they do that at the masters, they do that at the U S open. I'm not quite sure about the, the PGA and the open. Um, and then second off, I don't know if I'd want to see like a full televised event, especially live for something like that. I would definitely like to see some sort of highlight package. I agree. Like, like it a would 15... be a live thing. Just give me 15, 20 minutes of it, the best and the worst shots of the day. Absolutely. I and then I want to be... see all the scores. Everyone's got to count everything. Yep. I want to see all the scores. I think that would be cool. And I think that'd be a good way to sort of, you know, re-engage yourself with the fans in a more, in a more sort of direct manner. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, it, I mean, it, Cause fans aren't going to come back overnight. They just won't. I mean, they did it, they did it Houston. And I know it's sort of like a, it's very much a state to state, you know, basis, but we're not, it's not going to be the players and everybody's, you know, back at, you know, back at sawgrass throwing their fists to the chain smokers again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think there's a good chance we don't see full capacity consistently across the board until next spring. Absolutely. So spring of 2022. I think by that point, the new strains of COVID will, will, will know a lot more about them. The vaccine will be widely distributed. And I think that's kind of when it's going to return to full normal. One more thing about the, about the season. One guy that's going to surprise us. One guy that's going to disappoint us real quick. Oh, I, this is easy. Daniel Berger is going to have a great season. He's going to have a what? great, great season. Is that season. surprising, though? Yeah. As a, well, well, I was about to ask you. He's flying under the radar because, like, he didn't get to play in the Masters, which was really dumb or whatever. And then yeah. I guess like 14th in the world. So, But I think he wins a couple times this year. And I think Matt Kuchar falls off the center of the earth. We're not going to hear from Kuchar again. I mean, he's kind of already fallen off. It's a tough future because he's in that weird spot of like 
he's a really, really good player. And he's one of the best players in the PGA tour in the last 25 years when you really look at it, but he doesn't have anything to cement his legacy. So when he falls off, people are going to be like, Oh yeah, I forgot that guy existed. Yeah. How can you forget about all two can? He cemented his legacy. Well, that's, that's he lives cement. in lore forever. That's the problem. His legacy. <laughs> that's an <laughs> not issue. in a positive way. Yeah. So one guy that I think is going to surprise us this year, I think Max Homa is going to have a really good year. Oh my god! You, I think you I are think such a Homa bot. I love You're Max Homa. Or is the problem? Um, I think I think he if, plays really well. I, you know, he's not going to be a he's not going to be a top twenty if, player in the world by the end of this year. But I think he sneaks into the top fifty. Gets into the WGCs, maybe wins. Here's the thing. If Homa comes on the pod, he's going to have a great season. Chili dip bump. He needs it. Yeah. Wait, listeners. We're to get him on. Listeners, if you ever saw the Chili Dip group chat, I swear to God, saw 25% of it is Max Homa material. From Sean. What, like, From what? Sean. Tweets? Tweets, pictures of you with him in the airport. Everything. I mean, that was one time. That was one time. <laughs> I mean, it's probably it was probably the high point of your life. Yeah, he's I mean, he's one of my favorite players out there. It's really him, Fleetwood, and DJ are like my my guys. But yeah, I think he has a great Huge year. Range. Is Fleetwood gonna retire this year? I hope so. Oh, <laughs> Fleetwood's an interesting, he's an interesting topic this year. I mean, does he have a good year? Because he had a really disappointing season last year after building a lot of momentum over Listen, like he's the, the Euro- he's the European tor- Tony Fee now. Top top ten Tommy, top ten Tony. Hey. I think yeah. one guy that disappoints us this year is Rory. I think I've been on this train for a while. I've oh, pretty no. much he, he's not gonna win a major. He's not gonna win a major. I'm sorry, I hate to break it to you. He's not winning Augusta, he's not winning the open, no PGA, no US Open. And that's really what all that comes down to for Rory is does he win a major this year? Because everything else doesn't really mean anything at this point in his career. But that's what um, that's, that's been Rory's narrative for the last, what, five years, whether yeah. he can get it done at Augusta, whether he can win a major, probably starting around uh, probably the last three, four years. That's been, yeah. That's, and I'm telling that's you, what Rory's season is hinged on. I'm telling you, he, he doesn't. So, you know, so negative Nancy, I'm saying he doesn't. So you don't think he wins this year? He might win some sort of like normal event, you know, <laughs> maybe the travelers or something, you know, it'd be a cute win. It'd be, it'd be a nice story. You know, Rory finally gets back in the winner's circle. Okay. What would you consider a good season? He wins two tournaments and a major. I think three tournaments, he needs no three. three tournaments and no majors would be like, all right, we can start considering Rory for majors again, but if he wins a major, the whole season's a success. Like literally, he could get WD from every other other tournament, and it's still a great season in my eyes. It's well, so hard to talk about Rory objectively because we all understand that a seal that the ceiling for this kid is so 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 high. What Mike, what's your take? I think for for surprise, I think Bryson disappoints. I'm gonna. I think Bryson will disappoint. I think he only – I don't think Bryson wins more than three times this year. And – I mean, that's a really safe prediction. I, you don't I think know. he wins more than three times? What is a successful season for Bryson? I is think it, – it, Does it have to include a major? 
No. I think it has to include a major, especially with, with Rory, the way he... Rory, it's three wins. I agree with what Sean said. If but you Bryce, win three times in a season... Bryson hits, Bryson hits the ball 340 consistently. He should be... So does with Rory. His, Rory with his numbers it. and with the way he hits the ball, no. But Bryson tanks it past Rory. No. Rory pound for pound might be the lo- the longest hitter. I mean, I mean, Rory's my size and he hits a 315. But Bryson is game like his Bryson. actual on the golf course tee shots. He's hovering in the mid 180s ball speed, like 186 to 188, which is like just a little bit faster than Rory. Rory's usually peaking at like 183. I feel like 184 if he really smokes it. But Rory's not gonna. But not Rory's not gonna crank it up to 195 if he wants no. to. Bryson but will. Bryson doesn't do that that often, but he can. Yeah, and that's the thing. Bryson can overpower a golf course. When you hit it that far consistently, you're going to have a wedge every time. I mean, Bryson theoretically is using, what, five, six golf clubs around? He should be at the top of the leaderboard every single time. Yeah, I mean, he's also a way better putter than Rory. Well, he's also an anchor. So Rory should start arm locking. I don't like your argument on this. Why doesn't Rory start arm locking if it's cheating? Why doesn't he or supposedly cheating? Well, I arm locking. There was no real argument there. It's just me. It's just me being petty about anchoring. Yeah, you're just right. Well, I mean, Bryson's putting stats are phenomenal. He's figured out how to use that green reading book. He's he's absolutely figured out a way how to use that how to use that arm lock to perfection and credit to him. Mike, the reason why you don't like arm lockers is because you know you would be a better putter with one, but <laughs> you're embarrassed to use one. I tried using it. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah, so how is it cheating then? If it's uncomfortable, how is it cheating? The rules fucking state. So you can't anchor. Yeah, it's not anchoring. Yeah, Mike. I, I still think the, the still butt think, end of the putter has to be touching something for it to be considered anchoring. And the butt end of his putter touches his fucking arm. No, it doesn't. The grip of the putter is touching his arm. All right. This 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 is this could go sideways really quickly. We so should move based on. Based on the rules, arm locking is completely fine. But if they were to say, yeah, you can't have your arm touching the putter grip, then yeah, it's obviously illegal. But it, at this moment, it's not. Listen, I'd much rather let Bryson arm lock than Matt Kuchar because I'm more of a Bryson fan than, yeah. than Kuchar. Honestly, I'd rather see Bryson side saddle. Side saddling was so awesome. <laughs> he was I doing fe- that. <laughs> pissed off I completely forgot Bryson side saddle. It's <laughs> so good. It's one of the more underrated Bryson moments. And the USGA was just like, Bryson, we're not going to tell you this is illegal, but just please stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> They did it in the most chicken shit way possible. Yeah. And he was like, all right, fine. Because I don't want to make any more enemies than I already have. I know. It was unbelievable. <laughs> it's great stuff. Uh, Mike, player that disappoints this year. Aaron Rye? Uh, Tommy Fleetwood? All? Tony Finau? Uh, Tony Finau's disappointed since the big break. Who's your, who's your Eurozone Shout out Mike Perez. Shout out to Mike Perez. Amounted to nothing, friend of the pod. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's that's disgraceful. You should you should apologize right now. No, you were the one that originally said that. Mike I Perez mean, was... Mike Perez is proven to be a better player than Tony Fino. Uh, that was the Perez brothers. No, I don't like the Perez brothers. And Pat Patchick is a little is a little over the top for me. Little, yeah. Uh, he also has to do something about that double chin. I thought I thought. I thought you'd like him because he has the same exact hairstyle as you. <laughs> I don't want to be compared to Pat Perez. You could put Pat Perez in leather pants and a leather jacket and put him on a Harley. And I'd say, yeah, that guy is part of Hell's Angels. He, he really does. I bet you Pat Perez has like three motorcycles. He looks like one of those guys. Yeah. I mean, he looks like he'd be... He'd, be fun to have a beer around um oh for sure looks like a fun guy chris uh this will probably this will probably appease you but uh i really want to see how Tyrrell hatton does this year can he oh. keep up the form that he did this in yeah. 2020 he's good now which sucks it sucks <laughs> it actually sucks we got we're gonna have to just put more pressure on him more media pressure he's got to live up to the hype but this feel, what Hatton feels like is a redux of Fleetwood because Fleetwood was in the dumps, you know, in the beginning, in the middle of the 2010s. And then he had that great year in 2017. And we're like, is this guy good? Is it form or is it like actual, like this is his ceiling? And, and Fleetwood's proven that he can hang and credit to him. I want to, now we're asking the same questions of Hat. Yeah, I think that's fair to ask. Yeah, and, what I, and I, credit I, to Hatton. Hatton's proven Hatton? that he can close. Hatton? Hatton. No, Hatton cannot close. What have you been? What what golf tournaments have you been watching? Okay, you want me to name one off the top of my head? He flipped off a lake and still fucking won. <laughs> <laughs> That's what about, sick. What about Heritage? Was he? No, he, dude, he didn't, he didn't choke really there. Yeah, Webb, Webb won that. Ran away with that thing. Webb's a menace. Webb what might about, be my favorite player on what tour. WGC Mexico. That was a Bryson choke. That was not a Two hat ago. and choke. Two years ago, it was a hat and choke fest. God, you've done so much. You've dug up <laughs> so much dirt on hat and just to, just so you can shit <laughs> on this it. guy. You knew that this argument would come up at some point and you were prepared. Credit to yeah, you. Yeah, I'm stumped there. I don't know. I, I didn't watch that tournament. <laughs> I yeah. So, I, said, I mean, I would I be surprised if it happened? No, but I can't but confirm or deny it. He closed out API this year. He closed out BMW. So, so I mean, yeah, he's got some he's got some big wins now. Yeah. Wait. And well, Fleetwood couldn't hold up close out Honda. Mm, yeah that's true shout out to paul azinger why shout out to paul azinger because he was absolutely roasting the euro tour guys at the, at the honda he's just like yeah, <laughs> these guys these guys they can do it in europe but you know he haven't proven it in america you know th- you know they they did it on that tour he literally said that tour which is just outrageous and then hatton of course just you know closes in absolute style you know firing Firing BBs at a at a lake and flipping it off, all all within nine holes. Okay, we have to stop talking about Terrell Hatton. Chris, one player that surprises you positively and negatively. 
Uh, I, well, I said Kucher was going to disappoint. And I said Berger, but I'll give you another one. Oh, I'll give you another disappointment is Kepka. I actually think he's going to have a bad year, despite the fact that I'll be rooting hard for him. Um, is there any cartilage in his knee? Bold prediction with Kepka. I think, uh, I think his relationship is going to fall apart. With Jenna? You're a yeah. scumbag. Man, that'd be tragic, actually. I, I've, I've grown to like Jenna a little bit. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. She's entertaining. She did that, like... The like Q&A with Brooks is great. Yeah. On Instagram. That's I the just, reason I like her, actually. Just it's one of right. I, have, I have a question for you guys. What is one thing that you want to see happen during the 21, 2021 season? Me, personally, I Eat. hope that... Dylan Fratelli's Instagram account gets suspended. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like Dylan Fratelli, and, but I can't say, bought. I can't no, say I'm... a lot about his social media tactics. He's he's like going for the Max Homa thing, but it's just it's a little too with dry. no charisma. He's a yeah, no charisma. He's a little too quick to everything too. He's like you know, PGA Tour posted thirty seconds ago. I'm hopping on it. Like it's too instant. I think I've said this before, but Dylan Fratelli is the kid in your middle school dot like PE class who just sprinted to the to the halfway court during dodgeball. <laughs> so, um, sorry, what was the question, Mike? What What is one thing that you want to see happen in this one? Oh yeah, yeah. Season? Whether it be good, bad, or funny, you know, it's a very open ended question. I want to see speak when. But that's an obvious one. Um, I would like to see. What would I like to see? I actually don't have anything for this. All right, let me go. Are you fucking kidding me? Sorry, let me go. Think it over. I want to see fans at majors. I just need fans at majors. I don't need fans at the other events, but I need some sort of crowd noise coming down the stretch at a major. It didn't feel the same. It just didn't feel the same at the PGA. You really noticed it. At Augusta, you really noticed it too. I mean, it, it just looked weird. So, and you need the drama, right? Like, look at John Rahm's putt that he made at the BMW in the playoffs, that 60 footer or whatever. One, yeah, like, one of some noise. Yeah, it was a little bit, but like the crowd would blow up and really make, like, amplify that moment. We just need them back at majors. It's just going to amplify everything, add a level of pressure that we haven't gotten, which is maybe. Yeah why we got a first time winner in Colin Morikawa. But I think it just adds a level of pressure that wasn't there this year. What I will say is this, I much rather them have no, you know, no fans and no noise. And, you know, you're just hearing, you know, the sounds from, you know, the volunteers and whatnot, as opposed to having no fans and NBC or CBS, like pumping in artificial crowd noise, like they do for the NFL or something. That would never happen. Yeah, like yeah, or was, what they or was, what they do with uh, Premier League soccer because it, it's just like the thought is the thought is good, but it it's so inauthentic and it's so tacky. Mm-hmm. I want to see Charlie Woods release the schedule. So shut can... the <laughs> fuck up! No, no, this part's getting cut. All right, and updated. moving on. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Oh, All wait, right. Wait. Oh, wait, while we're talking about the season, we need to do one thing. It's 2021. It's a new year, but the same storyline. Cam Davis. How many times? 
do you think? Of course. How, I think you've only missed one episode on record. I think I missed his name. Hey, speaking of cams, did anybody see Cam Smith's mullet? It was circulating around Twitter. Uh, it's absolutely oh, beautiful. I love it. He well, might be my to... favorite player on Twitter on tour. He's I'm a beauty. Get... All right. So it's Cap Capalua. Let's get into matchups. It's a new new matchup season here. And we yeah, we we're kind of in 2021. Wipe the slate clean. I know. I, I wonder if my hot streak carries over. Do you think it does? I guess probably not. Find out. We I think the pause was long enough that all momentum has been wiped out. Yeah, that's true. So now, now can we can we have like a friendly bet on this or will this violate NCAA rules, Chris? <laughs> this could violate a rule. So God, I can't wait till like 2022-23 where we can actually make this interesting. Oh, there'll be some serious action flying around. Ah, that's true. I won't be out of college till 2023. Well, you're also not playing D1 golf. NCAA is still a thing in D3, buddy. That's true. Fair enough. Don't back D3 golf, Mike. Yeah. yeah. Hey, call- <laughs> D3 college golf is still college golf. And this is coming from somebody who chose not to play college golf. Chose? Top or- program. Chose or couldn't? <laughs> bit of column A, bit of column B. So what? I can compete right. with you boys. When I feel like it. <laughs> That's really debatable. Let's pretend that wasn't said and move into matchup. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. <laughs> so the first matchup, we're, we're going strictly with pairing. So, so number one in the world, number two in the world, actually number three in the world, I believe. It's JT. So it's DJ and JT. I'm going JT. DJ. Both of these guys have had success at Kapalua. I'm gonna EJ, such a normie pick, dude. JT's well, a normie. JT's pick. a normie. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. So DJ's he... probably been doing hookers and blow for the last month and a half. Who knows what his game's like? I'm taking a risk here. Jet right. Jet Jet skis in the Virgin Islands. Exactly. J- this, J- he probably hasn't JT. touched the club yet. Yeah, JT had the had the winning feeling at the PNC Challenge. So exactly, he's not rusty. He knows what's going on. But yeah, also, also that's a disgrace. Mike Mike Thomas should not be allowed at the fucking father son challenge. He's a PGA what? pro. He had a really bad swing though. <laughs> you yeah. guys actually watch him? I, I'm concerned that he's Charlie Wood's swing coach. <laughs> we might not be setting this kid up for success. Wait, he is Charlie Wood's swing coach? Yeah. Yes, and I don't feel good about it. Wow, that's sick. No, JT swing is JT swing is so sick though. Like if he if he gets any bit of that, it's gonna be insane. Yeah, I mean Charlie already has a sick swing, so and he already has an unreal swing. So all right, Mike, so, who you got? I I'm gonna take JT because I think DJ will be a little bit rusty. And he I mean, plays he plays well in Hawaii too. Yeah, but it's well, so does DJ, so, but so God knows DJ. DJ may have not touched a club for a solid seven and a half weeks. He's won this tournament by six shots. I mean, it's a joke. Game's too easy for him. Next matchup is Rom versus Shoffley. Rom, the new Callaway guy. So a big Callaway rivalry here. I hope, well, speaking of both JT and Shoffley, is I hope the finish to this tournament is better than the <laughs> clusterfuck that was last year. That was year. a joke fest. <laughs> Wait, speak. And the third guy involved is Pat Reed. Did you guys see that he's now sponsored by G4? What a marriage made in heaven. 
Wait, he's sponsored by G4 now? Yeah, he left Nike. I mean, two no. cheaters. Two cheaters. It's unbelievable. That's insane. It is. He's gonna look. He's gonna look interesting in G four. Oh my we'll god. To, we'll have to see. But did you see the pictures it on could Twitter? Could be a better look. It could be a better look, to be honest. In the night. No, Brian Gay looks better somehow. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Anyways, I uh, what was the matchup? Of Shoffley and Rom and Rombo. Rom seems like the easy pick here. But Shoffley always plays well here. Rom I'm taking Shoffley. Didn't I'm going to take Shoffley as well. Didn't Rom just shoot 59 with his new clubs? Yep. Yeah, but it was probably at a pitching pot. Yeah. Probably a joke. I mean, probably like a par 56. Do we, think, <laughs> do we think equipment changes are like a little bit overblown? Like, um, you know, they play a little bad one year, you know, with a new deal. Everybody freaks the fuck out. It's like, oh, it's the clubs. It's the clubs. It's the ball. Like, yeah. I'm sure these guys could – shoot a 65 with whatever set of clubs they felt the only yeah i agree substantially is when bubba switches to like the volvic crystal yeah. <laughs> or or, James, or justin wrote or justin rose switching to on yeah if you switch to shitty equipment it'll hurt you but if you're switching between like TaylorMade and callaway it's not gonna make a difference really it'd take you time to get used to it but they're the same yeah, yeah there's a betting in process i mean I will say this. Yeah, taking time to get used to a new golf ball. Yeah, that's that's always going to be the hardest part, but I definitely exactly. do think that it's a little bit overplayed. Like I agree. these guys are these guys are so fucking good. They'll be able to They're figure so it out good. pretty quickly. Yeah. They know how to hit every single shot. Like if they, if their new clubs are going a little higher, like they could change the shaft, they can change their ball flight on command, they can hit it lower, spin it less. I mean, they can do anything. But but here's the thing. If you gave them a random set of clubs, like let's say here's like a fun idea. Let's say you throw a foursome of the top players in the world and you told them to go to a resort and play whatever rental. set of rental clubs that that resort provides. I bet you those guys would be able to make adjustments on the fly and figure it out and shoot a very well, good score. Yeah. made irons with regular shafts. I mean, yeah, no, I'm not saying that, you know, they need to be playing, you know, the P790s with fucking graphite shafts. I'm just saying that, you know, they need to be playing, you know, whatever the stock, you know, shift stiff rental set is. Yeah. They'll be able they'll be able to figure it out. They can piece it together. Yeah. I agree. Their short games are so good. Yeah, Don, maybe the, maybe the first like- like maybe the first six holes will be sloppy, but you know, those next 12 holes, they'll, they'll be able to figure it out. You know, like they're not going to be lost at sea. Yeah. I am taking Shoffley to answer that question. It's two to one Shoffley wow. to Rombo. Oh, okay. And then our third matchup is the matchup of the young guns is, uh, is uh, Scheffler and Morikawa. I think going back to the, to the surprise discussion, I Scheffler. think pop, I think Scheffler will positively surprise this year. And I, I think agree. Morikawa might negatively surprise this year. I completely agree, actually. That's a chili dip consensus right there. Yeah. I you think this is the, the first time. Often. Yeah, this could be the first unanimous vote in chili dip history. <laughs> With that yeah. being said, are we all taking Scheffler or is anyone going to take Morikawa? I'm going to vote Scheffler. I th- I'm a huge fan of his. I'm I a am big- too, especially. This is a bomb and gouge kind of course. Not bomb right. and gouge, but it's not you a gotta, bomb and gouge kind of. You got to hit it long. You you, you got to hit it relatively long. All right. Yeah, take out- but 
Take out 18 Morikawa. at Kapalua. Everybody's hitting at 400 yards. Like 10-year-old me hit a 340 on that hole. And, I, and I'm like, oh, my God, I hit it so far. And then I see the fucking Joe Schmo, who's like a 16, also pump it about 295. And I'm like, oh, I'm not that special. Yeah. Um, if you take out if you take out Morikawa and put in Neiman, I'll take Neiman. Hey, can, can we That's talk about – here's something I want to say about the fields because obviously this was hampered by the, you know, the co- – you know, the whole COVID thing last year, you know, the shortened season, this is what I think they should have done to make it a true tournament of champions. And if you actually want to make the the strategic alliance, like actually mean something with the European tour, why don't you fly the guys out from Europe who, who won last year and make one giant field? That'd be awesome. Yeah, That would be sick. Yeah. Like you're going to hear first from the chili dip. That's a good, I'd rather I'd rather see a winner on the European tour than Kevin Na. No disrespect to him. Yeah. I mean, come on, I, Robert Streb. Like, I'd rather see Christian. Bob Streb won. Bob Streb won. I know. I know he did. But I'm saying I'd rather see Christian Bezadenhout play against some of the best players in the PGA Tour want- than I'd rather see Robert Streb, you know? Yeah, but you need the walk-in putt activation from Kevin Na. <sighs> You want to see you want to see Victor Perez out there. You want to see yes, Ross yes. Victor Perez see- plays with Aaron no Rye, dude. Aaron no. Rye. No, Aaron Rye. I, Just I some of the hottest topics of Eurozone. I'd impose a travel ban on Aaron on Aaron Rye. <laughs> Sick voice crack. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry. <laughs> one of the worst stutters on planet Earth. Um. Okay, let's keep moving. So, oh, so for the matchup. Are you good? I take Neiman and you're taking uh, yeah. Scheffler against Neiman? Yep. I'm I'll, good with that. Yeah, if we replace him, if we replace Morikawa with Neiman, I will still take Scheffler. Okay. I will also take Scheffler. Neiman's also my pick to win. Ooh, there we go. Sean, so on that note, who's your pick to win? I mean, you guys are going to rip me to- shreds but i'm gonna take dj dude i'm gonna take dj every time until he basic bitch until he doesn't win i last time i picked me one until he doesn't win i'm i'm just gonna pick ride it ride it ride it if he doesn't exactly you ride it if he doesn't win this week i'll stop picking him mike you got uh i honestly will actually take jt nothing nothing spectacular nothing you know that's commercial that's really normal. Commercial, but- no rocket science was applied whatsoever. Okay. I mean, Chris, that's pretty normal of you to pick Neiman too. You pick Neiman like every week. I mean, that is true. <laughs> I love we, that. We're creatures of habit. Neiman's right. friend of the, the original friend of the pod. Yeah. <laughs> shout, shout out the optimist. Okay, so that pretty much wraps up everything from this pod. Uh, do you want to do want to acknowledge the news that uh, Mike Wan and this year will be will eventually step down from as his role from the commissioner of the LPGA. He's done he's done a tremendous job with that tour. Yeah, it's um, really a shame. Based, yeah, pulling it pulling it out from the depths of why what's going on around 2008 2009, and there were a couple calls for him, uh, you know, being the next head of the USGA, and I think he'd absolutely be a wonderful fit there. So yeah. why did he step down? I, I think it was just time to move on. I, to be quite honest with you, 
I have not read too much about it yet. I mean, I was very much consumed in the news today and also just other errands that golf took a little bit of a backseat today, but we can talk about it more on Sunday night if we do want to do that. Yeah, as, as information comes out. But it just, you know, shout out to Mike Wan. It is a shame because he has done a lot for the LPGA Tour. And I'm sure whoever they, they put in next will, will be great as well because now they have a direction. They know where they're going. I think, it'll, I think it'll be only up from here for the LPGA Tour. Yeah, everything about Mike's, Mike Wan's time as commissioner has been nothing short of a rousing success, and he leaves, and he leaves the LPGA Tour in a much better place than he found it. Yeah, and it would be cool, too, to get a woman as the commissioner of the LPGA Tour. I think that, was, that would do a lot for uh, just women's sports. I think that would make – it would look really good. It would be – great to have someone in a position of power that's a woman in women's sports yeah and they'll be in health and they'll be inheriting a tour that is in that is incredibly healthy and it's in great also, shape. and also a woman's game that is that is just so 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 deep in talent yeah all right that wraps it up cheers to 2021 and terrell haddon getting a lobotomy Cheers, rest in peace, MF Doom, to all you rap heads, and we'll see. We'll see you on Sunday. Bye. Bye. I hit a chili dip. It was off the. It was off the hosel. I mean, Cameron Davis is a joke. Mike, you got any yeah. takes on the e golf pro tour? You already have iron <laughs> covers. You already look like a giant <laughs> pussy. <laughs> I don't care. I honestly don't give a shit. He could be six feet under at this point, whoever WD. I didn't watch a single bit of it, but I'm going to chirp at the Fairmont St. Andrews because of the name. Paul Tesori. Paul Tesori, friend of the pod. Neiman, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Yeah. Friend of the pod, Aunt Betsy. Terrell Haddon, are you kidding me? And there is a raccoon, no joke, like 20 feet away. Florida. Say Florida, I'm hanging. No! You can't say Florida!